Interlude. The HMS Beyonder arrives home. Magellan circumnavigated the globe. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Armstrong landed on the moon. And Hyun Suk Arrington became the first Martian. Mad Jarvik Bryan had first jumped to Seti Phi Gamma and made first contact with the Wolven. The Cell Arthro gave me a similar destiny. And I paid with my pound of flesh, I thought, as I looked down at my undulating necrotic thighs in my pilot's chair. Within me, the worm shivered as some subsonic vibration pulsed through the calm now that I was in range of the hive. The mature cell Arthur threaded my body and ministered to me. The colony living in me were sentient sutures. I watched the threads appear and disappear from my arms and thighs like dolphins jumping in the sea to dive back down into my flesh. They mix serotonin cocktails and massage muscle, keeping me perfectly balanced and healthy on this trip. The enforced honesty of it is a kind of brutality in itself, but I don't think they intended to torture me. How long had it been since the HMS Beyonder had launched from the Victoria with the cell setting up house in my head? After the months of spaceflight jumping halfway across the uncharted arm of our galaxy, there was no pleading, no begging, no dissembling, no manipulation that would determine the course of the threads. Before long, they learned and became more efficient, enjoying an intimacy with my brain. These days, before any noticeable change in my consciousness occurs, they've already preempted the anxiety, the uncertainty that precedes the long panic. They removed my motor functions to force me to use my mind. I'm mildly surprised how glad I am now. Back in the screaming time, loss of motor control had been the first long panic. It hadn't stopped until the shock of the first jump outside a cryogenic pod. Now I'm glad I don't have to worry about my body anymore. My spaceship approached. Their hive hung in space, a flesh metal palace. No translator had ever cracked their alien chirping, multi-harmonic buzzing and clacking in speech. They were a beautiful glut of insectoid species with no visible dominance. I felt my fingers grip the navigation pads. I punched it in coordinates that prepped us for jump back towards human space. There was no agreement with the cell arthro. It didn't have to be voiced. We both wanted to go to Earth now. I moved for the first time in months. No, for the first time in my life. By my own choice. As the cell arthro lifted the paralysis. The endless sutures form ever-changing patterns in my flesh, an ever-expanding hive made of my flesh. Within me, each worm holds the pattern of the hive, a foundation pattern to be replicated in 20 billion humans. Universal anxiety would be eradicated, drowned in the buzzing activity that I would birth. I will be the living infection hive that shall burst and spread peace to humanity. Triskelion 14 Fetal Princess Anxiety I'm training you. Listen up. Listen up to everything I say, because you need to go on duty from day one when I switch you on. There's a pit I get in my stomach. It's there all the time now. 
It's not acid indigestion, though eating muffins or bread or anything heavy does help. Anxiety is in the pit. She owns the pit in my belly. Not a mountain or a valley, but a pit that eats away at anything that tries to fill it. Bread, whiskey, vid soaps, or cutting myself with razors. Isn't that why they call it the pit of hell? A deep pit, and I can't crawl out of it, because the pit is in me, in my belly. I hate what's in the pit. She's alive. I can't touch her. I can't puke her up. I've tried. I can't make her go away. At best, I can mute her with some liquor. I can't grab the princess in the pit. She is fetal princess anxiety, and you cannot grab her. She twists. She writhes. Wriggle is too cute a word. She gnaws, though. Gnaws is a true word. She does gnaw day after day, week after month, since they got here. And I'll do anything to stop her gnawing out my inside. I want you to make her stop. Oh, the soldiers came, and I thought, saved, and... At last! The bugs ate the three militaries of the woven, the recall, and the human. I couldn't tell you the military branches of the human, the congregation conclaves of the recall, or the houses of the woven, but they called it the Unity Fleet. Really, they were just unified in a spectacular death in the sky. The bugs had infested enough of the fleet so the ships turned on each other as the buggy bugs turned on them. That's when the little princess took a permanent residence in the pit in my belly. When all those arms and legs and woven tails were drifting in the vacuum of space, I watched the soldiers, so horribly pretty, falling like shooting stars to burn up in planetfall. The buggy bugs, they didn't burn. They had a controlled planetfall. Boom, boom, ba-boom, all night long. The news squawked, and civil sirens hooted, and the bugs didn't care. They ate and ate. By sunrise, cities were rioting. As I watched the new holo reports, the little princess in the pit picked up her pace, kicking me in my belly, demanding attention, demanding I survive. I think, I'm not sure, but I might be the last one in this city. It all happened so fast. Two days out from the jump point, they were here. I knew my life was sacred. I wasn't going to suicide. She wouldn't let me. But I had a plan. You. It all hinges on you. The off-planet news reports have all kinds of phony orders. Stay indoors. Store water. The princess knows those commands are all fake. Riots were in full swing. Every 15 minutes on the vids, survivors who exit planet Martell must present themselves for decontamination and sterilization at jump point Martell. I'm pretty sure decontamination is a euphemism for incineration. Bug infection is damn hard to detect. And by the time you do, unless you are really careful, you've already infected everyone. They sneak in and leave microspore anywhere they can ride a current. What do you expect? 
They're bleeding macrovirae that can survive in space. Don't argue with me. You are in training. Pay attention. Well, who cares if they're viri, fungi, planet, vegetable, or mineral? 20 questions. <laughs> Let's all guess what the fucks are. They eat. They excrete. They are alive. They have intent. Little princess anxiety inside me knows. I couldn't be. I wouldn't be this damn afraid if they were just an animal. Sure, being torn apart by wild dogs, that's a horrible death. But even the prospect of it doesn't lead to this kind of pit. You need something special to birth this thing inside me. The specter of death was just not that frightening. It had more. Some kind of ghost of Gethsemane advanced before their hosts. A weight descended on me that would have made me sweat blood. But I had puked up all that blood first. Because the little princess got to me first. Before the buggy bugs had really gotten started. Princess had a prior claim on me. She writhed down there in my bleeding belly. Her hollow agony was only rivaled by her constancy. Day after day, waiting and growing inside the shadow of the buggish thing, she sat imperious and out of sorts beside the terror of the bugs. You couldn't howl defiance at the bugs, you could just grit your teeth and wait for them to make meat of you. Princess ordered me to run at first. Those were innocent times. The princess was still just a little nightmare in my tummy. I bunkered down. I burrowed, which was stupid. I should have puttered off planet. Everyone knows bugs can burrow. They can do anything, the damned of wriggling the horrors. Burrowing would be a natural thing for them. I can hear them all the time. And don't focus on that. Even the little princess grows still and quiet. And sometimes I black out because I forget to breathe. Don't focus on the sound of them. Anyone who had a ship, well, of course they left, wouldn't you? If you could escape, if you could escape. It's a wasteful, wistful torture thought now. Those who could just put it off planet as soon as the buggy bugs came out of system. If that was a thousand people on a planet of almost a billion woven in humans, it was not a hell of a lot more. What was that? 0.0001%? Thanks for running, you lousy rat fucks. Them running on that first night was like mother's milk for princess. Fuck the bugs. They crawled over everything. Shitting out little bugs. And fungi-like bug trees when they ate trees and fungi-like bug-bugs when they ate bugs, and buggy-like cats when they ate cats, and when they ate humans. Best not to think of that. The little bitch in my belly starts screaming, and then I can't think for a while, and we are on the clock. Of course they're coming, and Princess knows what I'm thinking, so we have to get moving. She gets stronger all the time. She feeds off the bugs. So you remember, we are on the clock. My home now was about 20 stories below ground. Not my home, really. I work here. There had been a team, but I closed off the doors and locked the others inside their offices and huddle rooms and wellness rooms and conference rooms. Loved those sliding doors. We were an AI think tank, and as an engineer programmer, I had root access. 
which included systems that no one normally worried about a professional like me having access to. We weren't a military unit, after all, just a private company that specialized in custom AI for multi-species equipment. I didn't want to lock them in. I just couldn't take the chance that some dumbass would go out and get infected. Anyway, if my plan worked, I'd give them the cure, too. Everyone would be happy. I had everything. I had everything I needed as the buggy bugs burrowed down to me. They could pound on the walls as long as they wanted. The plan, of course. I told my co-workers the plan. I was programming an AI chip to insert inside my brain. You. You will deviate all thoughts that come up from the pit. You will shunt them down an emotional circuit, putting Princess A in a closed loop. Now... I normally programmed Motor Accentuator Choice Databy for AI physical maneuvering, so this was a little out of my league, but I was making progress. I was definitely making progress. If Dr. Muller would have played ball instead of trying to brain me when I opened up his door, I'd be done. But Dr. Muller handled upper AI functions like you. He really ran the show. I'm pretty sure I loved him. I'm sure, though, he died last month. That, or he was just passed out on the floor of his office, I'm not, I'm not too sure. After all, I know he won't help me, so it doesn't really matter. The bugs knew I was here. I had locked in everything tight. Communications had been receding, dwindling, like candles being blown out one by one across new Humana, new Goshen, Selentar, Mog, and slowly here in New Madagascar, our own tiny island paradise. Even that, each one that went dead, would come back alive. It always went in four stages. Hey, hey, is anyone there? The bugs haven't gotten us. We have guns or ammo or supplies or an escape vehicle or poison. Sometimes they had nothing and just begged for help. Stage one didn't really bother my princess too much. At first I thought, okay, maybe we can get together. But as they receded, it just kind of sucked. Then after a bit you'd hear stage two, which I called the screaming memes. I'd heard that term somewhere. Not sure what it meant, but boy, it describes stage two to a T. Little princess in my belly loved type two folks. I had to shut that off. Or I'd just blank out for I don't know how long until it became stage three, which was silence. Stage three was my favorite. Sweet silence. It never lasted long. Nothing good ever lasts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't like talking about stage four. It's not that I cry when I think about stage four. It's just that I start, a, start to sort of fake cry. All the pain is there, and the pit is full of dark fire, and I'm all Gethsemane in my head and all. But it must be somehow some kind of fake, because tears don't come out of my eyes. And I want to reassure you, I have plenty of water and even a nice citron drink made from real new Madagascar melica fruit. I added a dash of cinnamon and sugar to it. Delicious. So you know, it's not that I'm dehydrated. If I was really sad, I'm sure I would cry. It's just that I heave and shake and make noises, but nothing comes out of my eyes. 
Sometimes I lose my shit. Something's wrong with me. I wish when stage four came on the speakers, I'd just collapse. But stage four communiques, they, uh, they hold me up. They hold my brain up. Like, like I want to black out. But the four communication stops it. Stage four is just buzzing. Yeah, you know. Buggy bug buzzing. Multi-layered buzzing. And there's you know what I mean. Come out messages in the buzzing. Inside the buzzing. There's teaching messages in the buzzing. But I don't want to learn. And now I'm shaking again. That's enough. We'll take up your training later. I don't want to train you on this anyway. I don't want to be this. I don't. Just. No. I'm sure I would have obeyed the messages in the buzzing, but you know, the little princess in the pit of my belly. That little bitch does not want to go anywhere. In the pit, the sadistic thing can grab me, and it doesn't care what the buzzing said. So the princess helps me shut down the speaker when some node or surviving squad or group slides into stage four speech, which I guess isn't their speech anymore, but the buggish human speech. I'm hoping my cure will put the princess to sleep and let me ignore the buzzing. I wonder what I'll do then. Okay, okay, okay. Enough. I'm tired of training you. Princess has to be shut up. There ain't nothing coming out of the speakers but four anyway. So I've turned them all off. I can hear them outside, the clean room buzzing, buzzing. Lights in part of the clean areas have started to flicker. Not sure what that means. I think I think it means it's time to execute my plan and time for you to go on duty. Okay. You may get a sense of darkness as I download you onto the chip. I'll keep narrating for your recorder so you can keep learning. Once you get inside, you need to make Princess Anxiety in the pit shut the hell up. That's your prime programmed command. Don't forget that. Make her stop. Make her stop. Recording still on. I've inserted you into the needle. You should be in my brain in a couple of seconds. Once your AI program interfaces with my brain, you should have access to a mental pathway to shut down the princess. Okay. I have the needle pressed against my temple. I'm shoving it in on mark three, two, one. 